how, my friends. That's um I don't know, I guess, is that the clanberries? I guess that's the Clanberries. Probably can't call yourself. Clan ba- clan bellies. Clan bellies. <laughs> uh, yep. Yes, sir. That's uh Oh, oh god. It's oh, oh I'm hearing the stream. Okay, I'm turning it off now. <laughs> Oh, that's where the echo. Well, that's probably actually not where it was. I don't know. Yeah. It sure is summer. The living's easy, man. Mm-hmm. Um, what's been going on with you since uh, Thursday or whatever? Um, well, I haven't been drinking, and then I had I, I drank a little bit today and immediately started feeling hang- hungover like two hours later. So I just—it seems like I'm sounds my like body's you ruined. Hard enough. What, what's that? Sounds like you didn't keep it up. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I, fucking, I took the coward's way out. You got to stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta stop. You gotta stop taking. You know, fucking G- raw HGH. Yeah, you gotta stop drinking. Uh, Bull semen. I gotta stop just Brazilian eating bull testicles poison, raw. Poison frog. Yeah, extracts. Just imagine getting caught like in like a bullpen somewhere, jerking off a bull, and it's like, no, no, no! I'm trying to get huge. <laughs> no, you don't understand. This is if you mix this, this with a certain big. kind of tree bark, makes you basically undefeatable. That's true. Joe Rogan taught me this. I got this recipe oh, from Joe Rogan. Wow, that's list. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's really crazy. So you can just jerk off bulls and they'll come? <laughs> that's crazy to think wow. that, that bulls just come just like us, man. <laughs> man, it really makes you think. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me write that down real quick. Bulls come. Where did you find this information? Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying if I have sex with guys... If they come, it'll be in my ass. Where did you? Where did you? That's read really that? interesting. Can we look that up? Because we need to know if that's Jamie. True. Jamie, bring that up. What is this? Wow, <laughs> you, you can see that right there. Guys with dicks hey, in Jamie, their ass. Jamie, bring that that's up. Crazy. Bring that up real, real fast. Wow, Jamie, can you? Wow, look at it. And, and these are just guys, huh? Like just like dudes. <laughs> Wow, no girls, oh, guy's no girls this. in there at all. This is crazy. That girl's got How the same stuff as I got this? down there. Wow, it's crazy. If you if you search on Google, you won't find this. But if you use DuckDuckGo, it'll uh, it'll come up. Yeah, that's right. Got him, um, Joe Rogan jokes. Joe Rogan gay <laughs> jokes. We're really at the bottom of the barrel here. <laughs> it's part three, baby. This <laughs> <laughs> is the finale. Uh, yeah, let's see. What else does Joe Rogan do with guys' dicks? Um, I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, I was, God. you know, I guess I should. I was just going to, I don't know. I decided against it, but I almost... Uh, was like, should I do this should I, to spice things up? Should I do this last episode while robo tripping? DXM. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, hey, I got a, I got a real cough. That's a good excuse to buy a ton of 
of Tussin. Never tried yeah. it. But, uh, nah. Because I was like, hey, I, might, I might just puke. I might just not like it. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't that's enjoy how, it. That's how I feel now. Like, like if I... I feel like I'm, I'm much more prone to get the spins. Do, am I dying? Do I have, like, leukemia or something? Like, why... Why is my I mean, body so shit? You're taking all kinds of suppies and, and fucking... You're, you're, you're eating Australian fucking root chemicals. Being, being sober has never been better. Being any sort of inebriated has never been worse. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess it's, it's, uh, it's like, it's, it's yin and yang. It's heaven and hell, baby. Take it. Yeah, it's worth, it's worth, it's worth it. Just... You feel like oh a, yeah. You feel like a total beast in in the in the real world. I worked out for like two and a half hours yesterday. Yeah, it's working. It's All it's right. uh, I, I just ran like ran for like forty five minutes straight. Yeah, it's it's Not good. Bad. Also, I'm, I can feel myself like like sweating so much more i don't know if that's a good thing you're definitely gonna end up doing steroids i can't wait you're so close to just being like what why don't i just fucking do goddamn steroids (laughs) these fucking zits man it's worth it and obviously the pain the hangovers are just terrible but you know and and like my balls are shrinking and i'm just angry all the time but i kind of like it but your balls shrink i think it makes your take bigger i could take that trade yeah, I mean that's as of right now the 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 scales are tipped in the ball side. You'd be you'd be crazy so not to were... take that. You know, doesn't matter how small your balls are, how big your dick already is. Like any anyone who doesn't take that trade off is nuts. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't trying to bring that much attention to it, but let's see um, how this girl responded to me saying that she can have a whole lot of Yankee in her. You didn't actually. <laughs> did you really? Did you really? No, I didn't. Oh, come on. Have you ever just decided that a hinge conversation or any app is going nowhere, so you just start to fuck with someone? What's like? What's the worst thing you ever said to someone? Just because fuck it. Um, I I don't really. I I wish I had that mode, but I really don't. I I just mm-hmm. refuse to go there. I should. Being me is not working very well, so just being a giant piece of shit might work. <laughs> Couldn't do worse, so. Did you actually? We were hammered in the woods. Did you actually send that girl a howdy partner after like yeah, I did. a year and a half? <laughs> did you ever get anything back from her? Yeah, she responded. <laughs> What'd she say? She responded with something very nice. No. Uh, <laughs> very considerate, considering you were clearly just wasted at like one thirty in the morning. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I followed up. I don't know. <coughs> She's she's used to it. <laughs> Oof. Anyway, hey, that's always a good. What's going on? She's used. To I, it. I love being in a podcast with three people. It's yeah, those are n- those are two two of me. You're still here in Echo. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh well, there's nothing I can do about it. It's yeah. Well, we'll it work through it. It's, it's fine. It's a ghost. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I've been sick for two weeks now. You're still sick. I don't, I mean, I still, I'm still coughing. That's kind of it. Jesus, man. It's like, yeah, 
I've never, you might have never been coofed up, dude. It's never. I'm still coofed up. I don't know if that's ever. Well, uh, I'm saying you might have had the coof. <clears throat> nah. Doesn't make any sense. I had my smell. I didn't have any aches or pains. I didn't have any flu like stuff. It seems like it was just like a really, really bad cold. Yeah, I had that sh- the shits for a week and that was awful, man. Damn. That, yeah, that doesn't sound good. Dude, I was so fucking depressed after like the fourth day. Because I'm like, I just oh, can't yeah. leave my apartment because I'm I'm gonna shit myself in public. As somebody who's done that before, it's a traumatic thing, and you spend the rest of your life avoiding that. Yeah, being that specific, like, yeah, being that specific kind of sick is probably extra depressing. Because even just being reg- regular sick, like I was on the second day, I was just like, man, this just sucks. I'm just sad now. I wasn't even yeah. I didn't even care about my health. I was just like, ah, oh, this just fucking ah, oh, this is just well, yeah, such that's a exactly bummer. it. Is is like I don't like I don't be mind fine. being yeah. sick. Yeah. It's just that my ass is fucking bleeding because I wiped it eight times in one day. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not fun. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, so, I, uh, I already talked about going into my office for the first time in like a year and a, a year and a quarter after working in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's no one in there, and I'm probably not going to have to go in again. So that's nice. Yeah. Uh, I only had to meet one dude. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about eight more shows today. Let's do it. Let's fucking <clears throat> do it. Um, let me get my, my pickies up, my screen, my screenshots. Uh, they're right here. Yeah. Uh, Shiroi Suna no Aquatope. Yep. Which means the aquatope on white sand. I think that's a made-up word. There's no Google results for aquatope. Yep. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. They didn't talk about it in the show. At least not yet. Not so far. Um, this is the PA Works show this year, I guess. The original uh-huh. PA Works show. Um, so, uh, it's... Uh, it's about a small town in Okinawa. Yeah. Land of short girls. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a um, very tranquil, tropical town. We start with a long uh, sort of, you know, montage of just quiet scenes. And there's a crazy looking kid walking around. It's fucking like a... It's like the little brother from Wild Thornberries just wandering all around this town. Um, and uh, there's a there's a girl there, and then we are introduced to another girl who's... Uh, I thought she was getting a new apartment. It turns out she's moving out of her apartment in the city, mm-hmm. and she's quitting her idol-slash-acting job, I think. And she doesn't want to face her family, so she just spontaneously flies to this town in Okinawa, and she uh she's does some fish out of water stuff she um she's like wandering around she doesn't know what she's doing and one of the first things she does is she gets bamboozled by like a, a shitty like fortune teller and uh it's a big bitch fortune teller too well she doesn't look big at first <clears throat> but but yeah then it's uh like that that scene was like it was like okay but then it got 
like I really liked what they ended up doing with that because it's like yeah. she's like falling for like this bad like cold reading stuff and she's like wow how did you how are you so good you know uh and then it cuts and like they they're just shooting the shit and the lady's taking off she's put the lights on and she's taking off her fucking her garb and she's just talking about like her ex-husband and stuff yeah it's a good gag it's fun yeah um and then uh so uh and also yeah she's chubbier without the stuff on um and then, oh, the like saddest scene of the whole season, Fortune Teller has a right her birthday, 2003. Oh, no. <laughs> I, remember, <laughs> I remember that year. No. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I, oh, I remember so when I went to the liquor store and it, were you born after this date became 2000. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're born before the year 2000 it's like i'm not sp- that, that's not supposed to go that high yeah yeah she's 18 born 2003 ah yeah um I'm, I, I'm definitely trying to fuck a girl that was born after fucking ruby and sapphire came out i'm definitely <laughs> trying to, i'm definitely trying to fuck a girl who was born after i put 750 hours into one pokemon game. yeah 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 for sure <laughs> uh yeah you have no idea. I spent, I spent more time playing Pokemon before you were born than she than spent, spent breastfeeding. Yeah. <laughs> Just have a thousand yard stare. Fuck um, it, man. Hold on. What, what, what? My dad's seven years older than my mom. So, yeah. how I'm so 19. I can't even do 18 anymore. That's bullshit. Yeah, I, mean, you, I mean, hey, I'm not going to stop you. I'm not. I'm not the cop. No, no one. No one can stop me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially not her. Uh, this so island girl is really into fish, specifically squid, and uh, she seems very anxious about something. I don't know what. She's there's a. She's like, she's like nervous about something. She's like she's like offering stuff to yeah. shrines, and I think it cuts to her looking at like some kind of baby raising books like maybe she's gonna get a little sibling like your parents your mom's pregnant i don't know what maybe i don't know what the fuck she's her deal isn't she living with her grandparents yeah so that's weird so i don't know what i think her parents i think her grandparents are dead and she's looking at the baby raising thing and that's like her they the the all she has of her parents is what they wrote in that before they died yeah but she's worried about something also that's going to i don't know and also, yeah. isn't there a scene with her talking to her grandparents at like the breakfast table? I hope she's knocked up. I hope she's pregnant. No, there's no <laughs> way. There's no way. Um, I know. Yeah, come on now. Um, I also, know she's not, but I want it. Ew, no. Come on. Yeah. Fucking gross, dude. Yeah. Um, she only uh, loves the fish. Uh, also, she works. Her hair looks aquarium. vaguely squid-like. Oh. That's that's a good wait. It does. Yeah, she's got. It's kind of got like the dome at the top, and then it's got the little tendrils hanging off like tentacles. Mm. To me, it looks it looks kind of like squid or maybe jellyfish like. Mm. Bit of stretch. I don't know. I'm a flexible guy. No, it's. I mean, eh, I don't know. That could go either way. Um, but she works at the aquarium, and since it's PA works, it's time for magic. So, the city girl gets, uh, rescued by 
she's wandering around. She gets rescued by a tourism lady and goes decides to go to the aquarium. And then she gets swept away into a magical world of the ocean. Of uh, and she's like, whoa, what's this? And then she comes back to reality. And she's like, what was that real? And I guess it's, <clears throat> maybe it wasn't or was. I don't know. Um, it's probably... It's, it's like the little it's like the little kid is like a magic some kind of trickster demon that Japan has. They have a word for it. I forget what it is. But uh but then she wants to work at the aquarium and that's it for this episode. Uh this absolutely succeeded in me in me wanting to it made me want to get an aquarium. Yeah. And, yeah. and it uh it also made me want to go to Okinawa. Mission mission accomplished. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why I liked this so much. I can't even really explain. I one hundred percent in the same. Yep, same situation. <laughs> yeah, it was just like this is really yep. nice. Something about it. Very pleasant. I, nice I, atmosphere. Nice location. Um, I, I, it, I definitely. There's a sequence where she's just it, like, it's just a, a POV shot of going into the aquarium and seeing all of the different fish exhibits, mm-hmm. and they're all, you know, they're all CG or whatever. But it's like, damn, I want an aquarium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I. I wanted to. I didn't have the time, but I wanted to watch another episode of this to see if it's actually good because PA Works definitely has the potential to just ruin something. Um, oh yeah, just hor- horrifically. But uh, for a first episode, pretty solid. Yeah, good character designs, good atmosphere. I mean, I, I like it. Yeah, just an enjoyable atmosphere. Um, so. Neat. Healing show, maybe. Um, did you watch... You didn't. Oh, you didn't watch no. these... You know, for the shows that you chose, um, I'd say you did a good job. <laughs> I'd say probably yeah, what I would I figured, I yeah. I took one yeah. look at this and I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> when, it, when a show calls itself D-side, you're like, that's too below B-side. What the fuck are you doing? I'm going to D-side not watch this. <laughs> And then I then I moved on. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I didn't catch that one. <laughs> oh, this is a uh, D side trauma ray trauma ray The animation uh, D side trauma ray is a mixed media project by Bushi Road. Um, that's the card game mobile game company i don't know yeah there's going to be a mobile game of this later this year and you could tell it's a mobile game as soon as the monsters show up which is how every mobile game anime works but uh this is studio sans again they did arpeggio of blue steel and bubuki baranki remember that one okay. <laughs> id zero d4 dj so they do cg stuff basically yeah um there's a the first, this one opens up on a flashback scene that like kind of looks like a weird like grungy nasty PS1 game on purpose, and I was like, damn, if the whole show looks like this, that would be a bold decision, but that doesn't. Um, and so there's the main character has like a dramatic past. He saw a dead guy. You learn later it was his brother, and um, now he's like a very super. Like gay look, he looks like he should be a rollerblader or something. He's like wearing a very, nice. he's like wearing a very pastel, like looking jacket, and he's got like a earring, and um, I think he plays baseball. They mention they don't show it, uh, 
but um and uh oh man it's it it goes into the opening and it starts out so funny it's like all the characters like fading in and out and as they fade in they they turn their head dramatically to the clouds and they're all like in a line it made me laugh really hard um so and also the opening is like this i thought the show was gonna be like music themed because it was d-side and i thought that was like Uh b-side like a a record and also it just seems like music theme i mean it's kind of like a i you know it's kind of like a world ends with you ripoff or or whatever kind of like hip-hop aesthetic sort of stuff sort of kind of yeah but then there's like is not really any music stuff in the show it doesn't seem like and i was surprised that only one character had giant headphones on um but uh yeah he's he goes to school i think he does boxing or someone does boxing. I don't know. There's a brief scene of two people boxing. I don't even know what the fuck that was. There were punch sounds even when they were missing. Um, and then he has a crazy dream where he's in a large featureless uh, battle zone video game world. And there's monsters and uh, some people show up and beat up the monsters. You can tell they're JRPG monsters because they're big giant hands with zipper mouths. And they, act, and they bark like dogs. And so... Uh, yeah, he, uh, uh, there's, uh, there's an angry computer guy and there's some RPG in the, in the real world and people, when they get too into the game, they summon monsters into the real world and people, there's people who beat them up. One of them's Aoyuki and I thought I was losing my mind. The people who beat the monsters are called knocker uppers and I swear there was another... (laughs) Well, no, that's. So I swear there was another show like this season that made mention of knocker uppers, which was a, which was a job people had in like Victorian England where they would walk around in the morning and knock on people's windows to wake them up because yeah, the bomb yeah, clocks yeah. didn't exist yet. And I swear there was a show like just recently, like I that I just saw, where it start it started out with like the like the this world setup in the beginning was like a text that said that it said what knocker uppers were. But another fictionalized version of it, where it was something else that was called a knocker up. I don't know. Uh, oh, like, I, 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 maybe. I don't know. I don't know where that gosh. was because I just they just they just was, don't know. Because I, I was introduced to this concept sometime very recently, and I don't know where it came from. I was looking through every show, I was looking through all my notes. Something else was talking about knocker ups, um, but I don't think it was this one. I don't know somewhere it happened uh yeah so he has a bad transformation sequence where he turns into like almost the same clothes but he has silly like big boxing robot arms and he beats a big monster and uh and yeah it's it's not great sounds like a high quality program i've I've just become aware of this anime rocket girls uh and I'm 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 liking what I'm seeing. Hold on. Get a look at these girls. Yep, I'm liking what I'm seeing here. Oh yeah, no, that's. Are you looking at our two watch list? Uh, is this on the two watch list? Yeah. Oh no, I'm watching. I was looking through uh, related anime for uh, Aquatope. Oh, huh. Why is it related yeah. to that? I wonder. Um, I think is it was it the director. Oh. Interesting. This is what Toshiyoshi Let's people see. like that one. I think. Yeah. Yep. I yeah. Mean, he did storyboards for it. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I'm liking what I'm seeing. <laughs> Gee, which one do you like? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. She looks like she might need to go take a tinkle somewhere, though. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, play, I'm leading into the piss thing. I don't like it. I don't like this arc. Uh, yeah. Hey, look, it's it's not... I don't like it either, but I'm doing it for the people <laughs> that do. You're doing it for the goof. <laughs> yeah, I just drank this piss as a goof, man. Check check this out. I thought it was I funny, totally dude. got this girl to pee all over me. <laughs> Isn't that fucking funny? Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Anyway. Did he, did he, uh, was so he involved side, in, like... No. Was he involved in... Was that director? Are you still on his page? Because these character designs yeah. look like uh, Captain Earth's. There was a girl who looked like that in Captain Earth. The big brown one. There is a girl who looked like that in Captain Earth. <laughs> it's weird that you, I guess it's not weird that you know that. But, yeah. Let me see. Wow, this guy's old as fuck. Hell yeah. No, he, he, was, a histor- he was an episode director on the show Goddamn. What? <laughs> And uh, apparently he was an episode director on this show, Goddamn. What's it called? Goddamn. How's that spelled? G-O-D-D-A-M-N. Oh, okay. Is that really the... Yeah, oh, an OAV. Goddamn. (laughs) Damn. Oh, it's like an initial D thing. Jesus Christ, this guy's been around for so long that he, he was an episode director on Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Hell yeah. Jesus. Okay, nice. anyway, yes. Let's right. do the next one. Uh, yeah, so D-Side, not good. Um, we, watched a love, we watched the new Love Live. Mm-hmm. I made you watch the new Love Live. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get pictures of that. Yeah. Uh yes, so new Love Live superstar, still Sunrise. You know what it is, Love Live. Um, we've got new girls. We've got a new honker. Love Live protagonists are called honkers because the first Love Live girl was named Hanukkah. So people call her honker. Uh, oh, that's cute. <laughs> um, or at least I do. I think other people do. Uh, so this honkers. She sing, <laughs> but uh, but she can't sing in front of people. That's her problem. Uh, so she gets into like a music themed school, but she doesn't get into the music program. She gets into the normie program, and she's upset about it and kind of angry. Um, but she still likes to sing and dance a bunch in private, walk through the, the streets, and um, she has a pet owl. I love that part. Just hang it. She her, her she has a, a lot of anime characters have families that run coffee shops, um, yeah. but this one's got an owl hanging out in it, which is great. Yeah. Um, and so that's my favorite part. Second favorite part: Chinese girl. Um, because she yells in Chinese, and Chinese is so funny. <laughs> it's she's just flipping out in fucking Chinese. I was just about to. About to lose my fucking mind when she's on that roof, and and uh, roof. I, she what? She's playing her guitar. Oh right. And, and if she didn't have that guitar with her, I was about to flip my shit. I was about to get because you pissed. hate you because you hate singing on roofs. At least it was I not do hate singing on roofs. Yeah, yeah. 
Except for that one show recently where my favorite thing in the entire episode was somebody singing on a roof because the, the show slowed down. It was like a magical girls school show where, where the entire time they're just introducing 8,000 characters. Oh, and the one, yeah, the yeah. one time where they were not introducing characters was, uh, was a girl singing. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, that was like a mobile game. Like a, that was a gotcha game adaptation. Yeah. Uh, the girls are cute. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's Love Live. Everyone's very... Um, uh for lack of a better term animated you know what i mean um very very standout i thought it was funny that one of the there's only like five girls in this one normally love live has like nine um in this one there's a girl who looks very chinese because she has the hair buns but she's not the chinese one she's the friend character um but the chinese one doesn't look very chinese but um uh yeah. Oh, and her name is Tong Cuckoo. <laughs> uh, Apparently, it's spelled Tang Keke, but she says Tong Cuckoo. Um, and uh, she's it's cute too. Yeah, yeah. Um, first, you know, Love Live first episodes are always tough because they're always you have to take the main character from what's a school idol to being a you know starting a school idol club and. That's always that always kind of goes the same way, you know. So, and also there's the inevitable resistance from the school and like the 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 uh, the board or whatever because that's they it's hard to create. They they have trouble creating conflict in these shows, so it's always just like they're always just on the verge of getting split up or you know disbanded by the student uh. council or whatever. And the reasons they have for that are always kind of strained because like who would really be that against girls who are clearly good at singing and dancing being in like a singing and dancing club so that's like who, eh. who would be who would be against students taking up some sort of elective that they're interested in yeah they always have to be like they always have to get the impression that it's like a frivolous like they're not serious enough about it so they have to prove how serious they are about being idols and that's usually where the the drive comes from so they do that. They're doing that again. You know, I yeah, I can't, you know, it's I would like them to to uh, it's a it's a formula that's I guess tried and true, but they're just kind of doing it again. Um so fewer fewer girls this goes. time though. There are fewer girls, so they spend a little bit more time with the girls. I feel like you get more of an impression of them than when you would in the first episode of another Love Live. Yeah, but also you can kind of tell like because you know who's gonna be in the school aisles because of the because of the promo images. So it's like you know that you know um, stuck up student council girl is going to come around and they're gonna convince her, and then the friend character is gonna be in it. And uh, so, um, but uh, uh, I like when she puts on a huge hoodie and goes to her friend's uh, food stand. And yeah. I like her big hoodie. I like when she puts her hair up and plays a guitar in her room and puts glasses on. Um, and I I swear that the CG is getting worse in these. Like, every time I see it, I'm like, whoa, it looks like that? Because I, I remember this Love Live CG looking better, but maybe it doesn't. You mean the ones in the, in the EDs? Well, I mean, anytime they, they have an idle sequence, it just sort of... Oh, sure. sort of it's sort of like a it's like a code lyoko where like there's a very there's a pretty harsh separation between the cg 
sequences and the non-CG sequences. Yeah. Um, where they don't really try to hide it, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, also the first level episode is always has like a pseudo-musical sequence. It's not like a musical He's- show where they're breaking into song it's like only the first episode where they do that and they do that again yeah it feels like it feels like they're 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 doing everything that they could to not just have her do a full musical sequence where she running through the streets right right except they did yeah uh, but but like just a little bit sure yeah yeah um but then yeah she overcomes her uh her fear of singing in front of people seemingly um and that's the end of this episode yeah you know more love life yeah, it, it's totally pleasant. It uh, looks mm-hmm. pretty goddamn nice, and uh, yeah, still good. Girls are production cute. value. Yes. Yes. Neat. Look at all those. I appreciate all the non-character, all the side girls being well designed. Look at this. There's a short hair girl. There's a freckle girl. Yep. There's a high-waisted skirt, jean skirt girl. I like the one on the far left with the red hoodie. I like her. Yeah, this is like a slick, kind slick of hair. hair bag girl. Yeah, yeah. There's one that's really fucking amped up. She's got the smile yeah. with the angry eyebrows. <laughs> it's like a really pleasant one. It was very. I like the looking. far back right. <laughs> Why is that? The, She's oh, the plainest one. Oh, yellow shirt. Yellow oh, she, shirt in the back right. She looks like a seal clapping. <laughs> I like, I like, I like. She's the one. She like. She have to catch something. <laughs> <laughs> oh me! The ball's coming yeah. towards me. I, I do. I do like the angry eyebrows. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> yeah, you could tell yeah, they had yeah, yeah, fun yeah. drawing just details. this one frame of all these girls. There's one who's got like almost a widow's peak. Yeah. So, so one of them looks like the, one of them looks like it might be a tomboy. This is lovely. Yeah, yeah. So they put, they put, yeah, they they put, they put care in. Uh, the secret ingredient is love. Um. Speaking of, well, kind of a harsh, kind of a hard left turn here, but I watched, um, battle game in five seconds. Mm-hmm. Which is the best translation they could come up with for this, I guess. Dayate five bio de batoru. Um five seconds, twenty four minutes long. What the fuck are you doing? That is a manga. Uh the studio's Synergy SP. They did a bunch of not original Beyblade series and a whole a lot of other garbage. And also Hayate the Combat Butler. Which I pro- should probably get around to watching at some point because it has a it has Terie as a as one of the mid two thousands short feisty Sundere girls um, uh, and also Studio A Cat who do CG stuff like Frame Arms Girl and it's about a boy who loves video games and uh, he's always playing them even when he's walking to school and girls don't, girls don't like him because of it and he has a really messy apartment. But he's he's fucking smart. He's a genius. And then um, he's lamenting how much he wishes life were like. Oh wait, yeah, that's oh that was the that was the sound clip I wanted to get. 
this show was basically here. This is what the show was like. My life is like a video game, trying hard to beat the stage, all while I am still collecting coins. Ooh, ooh, you recognize ooh. that sound? That's what this it's, guy's it's like. Only real gamers will understand this. <laughs> this guy's like is like a fucking video game. And uh, so he's sta- he's at a crosswalk and this fucking guy shows up. <laughs> I have to give the show credit. This guy is so fucking funny because he's the scariest dude I've ever seen. And he shows up and he just stares at our boy here and he's like, hey. He doesn't actually say that, but I imagine him saying, hey. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the guy's like, yo, what? He's he's like a huge jacked mummy with fucking bloodshot <laughs> eyes. And like, uh, he's, he's just the most absurdly scary looking dude. He's got like a hat on and like a huge trench coat. And he looks like he's got uh, the whole package. He looks like he looks like the thing, but wrapped up and just so pissed. He's, he's, he's just like a like a spirit of Halloween store shat all over him. He's he's so unimaginably angry, and he's just staring at this fucking nerd like, hey, hey, guess what? <laughs> and um, our our fucking genius gamer protagonist is like being all analytical, like I have to figure out how to, I have to find his weakness, and turns out his weakness is meticulously overdeveloped, like wily e. coyote traps laid out in a an abandoned building that the our boy builds in 10 seconds he just builds this it crazy would, it was, what kind of him. games is he playing is he playing like he starts Black out Tower? that's what's we, they don't make up he's like playing some it doesn't even have like a graphical interface it's just like a bunch of text on the screen that says opponent left it, there's like he doesn't it doesn't show the game he's playing. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Is he playing Resident Evil Seven? On the like, way to like, school, on his, on the on his way to school, he's playing. He does mention. He does make a mention where he, uh, it's like playing a survival horror game. So like, yeah, he has at least played uh, Biohazard. Um, but on the way to school, on his phone, he's just playing Tetris. <laughs> that was their. That was their. He's like he's really into Tetris. There's I don't know, and he he keeps saying, "I wish life could be a goddamn video game, just like my Tetris." So, um, <laughs> which I wish everyone around me was a block. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the most autistic. That's true. I just wish everyone followed one rule, and that was just it's just like these blocks. They do one thing, and that's fall and turn. And that's it. Yep, um, I know exactly where all these blocks are supposed to fit. Mm-hmm. You know, and all they yeah, fit yeah. together beautifully in my mind. So, um, yeah, he creates this this crazy booby trap. Um, very easily and defeats this guy and then um, he meet we meet our our uh, our battle royale survival game jester mascot character who is a girl this time that's a neat little wow it's a girl with like a cane and a suit and like a top hat <laughs> instead of a boy, instead of like a little teddy bear or whatever. Yeah, I was gonna say like yeah, like a bear or a cat or yeah, yeah. or a floating. Well, let's be real, it's it's a bear. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's also voiced by Haruko from Fooly Cooly, who I didn't know got still got hired by people other than Trigger because she's like she's no known in Kill a Kill 
and she's fucking yeah yeah uh, yeah she's, she's the she's the gyaru she's the midori in space patrol luluko and another studio hired her for a thing which is wild she, yeah, she, she like, exists she's only sh- to do characters that are making kitty faces all the time yeah yeah she's only plays teasing characters but uh but yeah, another studio uh, gave her. She she only shows up like once every couple of years for like the last twenty years, and this fucking garbage uh, show got her for some reason. Um, so yeah, she's doing her sort of uh, playful cat old lady voice. Um, yeah, 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 that, that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, Akira. Oh, you're going. I, I'm going to kill her. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and she does as a demonstrate. So he, it's a much like a video game. The initial fight the guy has with Mummy Man is a supposed to lose fight. So after he beats him, she shows up and uh, kills him for real. Uh, and he wakes up in a room full of a bunch of other people. Um, who have all been enlisted in this game, and uh, there's a guy who's like, what the fuck is this? And he starts approaching um, the girl who's on a stage, and you're like, oh, this guy's going to die as an example. And then she shoots a big hole in him with her cannon arm, um, and um, she spends a long time explaining the game, which is that everyone has gotten their own unique power, and uh-huh. so they're all sent off uh, to to their rooms, and they're... Uh, the game, the the tournament is that everyone gets put in a one-on-one fight, and our main character he gets put in a one. Or his first one-on-one fight is first he learns his power, which we the audience don't see at first. He just reads it and he's like, "What is this?" And uh, then we, he has his first one-on-one fight with this delinquent boy, and delinquent boy. Um, first, he, he's very immediately on board with the idea of just murdering another guy, and also his power is he turns a thing into a sword. Um, and, uh, then, um, uh, the main character, he evades him and does all this stuff. And then he, uh, also grows a cannon arm, just like, uh, the game runner girl and, uh, blasts a hole in the ceiling and scares the guy enough to surrender. And then we see that his power is, uh, whatever his opponent believes his power to be. So he convinced the guy that he had uh, the uh, the cannon arm, and then he grew the cannon arm, and that's his thing. That's, those that are drastically is not different a bad gimmick. That is a very good one. The fact that he was yeah. like, what? "What? How am I supposed to use this?" And meanwhile, everyone else's power is like they have a sword, and he's a gun. like has this crazy fucking uh, yeah. That's, way uh, I've never I've thing. never heard of anything like that before. That's good. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's it had to be some kind of. Because his couldn't be like, oh, you have a gun, you know, he has to have a protagonist power, so it has to be like, your power is every other power, or your power is nothing, or, yeah, you know, he has to have some more intellectual, because he's the smart gamer. So, yeah, he has to make his opponent believe he has power, and then he will just have the power. Um, so. Yeah, how, how does the rest of the show seem? Like, does it seem, because that's a good gimmick. Nah, you, nah, no, I mean, uh, it, just, it doesn't bummer. look, it doesn't look good. Um, like the art style, I can't explain why it's bad, but it just looks bad. Like the, I, the colors are like, I don't know. Um, and it's, yeah, I don't know. All right, all right, what all else right. did it I It seems write like here? you're, you're kind of not loving this. Uh, I gotta go fucking pee over your back. Okay. Build, build um, your time. Sure. What did I, what else did I write about this? 
Oh, opening. Too quiet. You got to bump up the volume on your OP, man. Um, have some fucking confidence. I'm supposed to be getting hyped up here. And they're playing the OP so fucking quiet in the mix. And, uh, yeah. I'm back, baby. Nice. Okay, cool. Next show. I think I, I think we both got actually kind of like sort of kind of sick. Like in it's like not, not the same like sick. You've been sick for two weeks straight. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> and, and like when when do you really ever get actually sick? Not that often. Like once every couple of years. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And then I I like I had that shitting period and then now I'm in this kind shitting of like period. congested sounds sort awful. of goopy period so i don't know i think we both managed to pick something up D- different things obviously i probably passed you my virus when i licked your fucking sweet asshole that's true yeah that is actually the most <laughs> permeable point on the entire body is the asshole. Well, at least it's the most permeable point of my body <laughs> that's actually true that's not even a joke yeah yeah that's, that's why that's i have a AIDS. super <laughs> that's a super virus getty that's why you're not supposed to put stuff there yeah i mean you know, well, somebody that's, should tell. That's not according to me. That's just, a, that's just according to God. You know, I'm not passing any judgment. I'm just saying that the Creator of all things, the unmoved mover, says, "Don't put stuff in your ass." But hey, who am I? Don't, you hey, know, somebody should really me. tell all those gay people if <laughs> if they keep fucking each other in the butt, somebody's gonna get sick. <laughs> <laughs> Someone could get watch hurt out here. for that. Watch it, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> what if one of you guys has some sort of illness? Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, I don't, I don't know if they care that much. Um, Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan, circa 1982, is like, someone's got to tell these gay people that if they keep having butt sex, they're gonna die. I, I, that's hey, I, I brought that up weeks ago. Where it's funny, yeah, it was like, hey, you can just in the 80s, it was like, you know, you could just stop. Everyone's so mad, like, why didn't they do more? And it was like, you could have just stopped fucking having sex in the butt. It must, it must be really you good. Been, you could have at least must, put a condom be on really before you before you before you put a penis in a guy's butt. <laughs> they can't. It's like the process well, of getting a dick into a butt is out. not easy. Yeah, they could have. They could have. It's, it's really it's a strenuous out. process. They have to inhale weird fumes to do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, you, you just get there with enough lube, you know. But like, uh, but a lot of them have to inhale chemicals out of a little bottle. And now after not enough, it's like they have to do meth. Nowhere in the process are like, yeah, I got to put a rubber on. They have to like, oh, I, they're like, oh, I love, uh, lo- I love having sex in my in my butt. Oh, I have to do a bunch of meth first. <laughs> it's not as good without all the meth that I do. <laughs> you can don't do anything until you try it, man. Meth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we talk about the just the ferocious appetite these guys have, where they're mm-hmm. like, nothing will satisfy them. It's like the, the dildos will never be big enough. No, no, no. It, and, a, guy was, like, a guy was so sick of dildos, he was like, what if I tried this jar? That didn't go so well for him. Well, what's that, sorry? I, I, I said, you know, there was at least one guy that was like, I, there's no dildo big enough. I need to go for a jar, a glass jar. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. Really, Not some sort of solid object. They like the danger. Yeah, they like the, they like being on the razor's edge. Oh, nice. What's nice? Raised his edge because he got his asshole cut open. Oh, well, I mean, yes, that's almost literally a, a razor's edge, I guess. Um, so. Yeah, it makes me think, you know, think about it. <laughs> it all 80s, like, pump up anthems 
great like shoving things in your ass music and like push to the limit yeah yeah push you know, to the like, limits again <laughs> yeah it's, it must have been hard to resist putting shit in your ass in 19 walk in the, in the 80s the razor's itch mm-hmm. yeah yep fucking uh fucking ride the highway to the danger zone it's every song is basically yeah I could see how everything would be misinterpreted. I need a hero. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Push it to the limit. To Walk along the razor's edge. Don't look down. Just keep your head or you'll be finished. Open up the limit. Past the point of no return. Reach the top, but you still got to learn how to keep it. Put me this in, coach. The <laughs> Every song in the 80s. Yeah, it was just a huge misunderstanding. Everyone was listening to the top 40 hits and they were like, oh my God. This is about you're so stuff. close, and now you're nearly at the brink. So push it, yeah. <laughs> you might, might, you might get careless, but you'll never be safe while you're still living. Welcome to the limit. Oh my God, it's so. In 1983, they did this to them. They knew, yeah. They had to know. They fucking knew, dude. Um, what else? Hold on. There's other songs. Um. Nope, I lost all of them. I don't know where that's they are. That's it. Yeah, push it to the limits. The best one. That is definitely the. That's the most convincing <laughs> ass fucking song I've heard so far. I can't think of anything else possible. I mean, Danger Zone is a good one. Yeah. Um. Uh. Once in a lifetime? No, it's definitely not. No. Uh. Yeah, I think you found them instantly. That's pretty good calls. You know, I saw it through the gay matrix. Yeah. You really broke the fucking code there. <laughs> All right. You really solved it. Yeah. Patient Zero was, uh, it was whoever sang that song. It's, it's, you hear distant coming through a, from a boom box, a boom box way in the distance at a zoo. And it's nighttime. And this, this cage opens and the, sh- the shadowy silhouette of a man walking into a gorilla cage. <laughs> and that's how the zero happened. Yeah. His monkey looks up and he's like, hmm? Oh? <laughs> Is that a chimpanzee? <laughs> uh, okay. Megami Ryo no Ryoboku-kun. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know his name. His name is like, it has that word in it. All right. Uh, Mother of Goddesses Dormitory. I guess mother is an awkward translation. It basically, he's like, like maiden or maid, sort of. I think take her, taking care, take her care of her. Care to, uh, caretaker. Caretaker. That's a good one. Except I think there was already a show. I mean, this is a show with almost this exact premise, and I think that one had like caretaker in the title. So I guess they couldn't call it that. Uh, manga adaptation. Asred. Asred. A S R E A D. They're back. Holy shit! My my right after I was shitting so much. That's but, yep, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they're boom, fucking. They, boom, they fucking. Shakalaka. Yeah, good one. Good job. Thank you. They uh, <laughs> they've they've emerged. Uh, they 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 come out every couple of years. Their last show was Ari Furita, from commonplace to world's strongest. And I guess after like like eight years after Mariah Nikki, after nothing but stinkers, they've decided to kind of return to the base basics here. Um, because hell fucking yeah, this show rules. 
We're putting the band back together, baby. Oh yeah, we we're got putting, big. We got put, big titty. Bitches. We're putting my dick back together one one fucking inch at a time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to it? Why does it? What happened to your dick? Um, it was small, and then I watched this show. <laughs> oh no, then, it's it's big. They're putting it together. It's back, baby. Oh. Yeah, we're uh, talking instantaneous titty action. It's the first shot is yeah full on titties. Um, this made me so excited. This, I was this, so this, happy. This, I was like, it's like it's like hitting it's like hitting a fucking vein of gold, except the vein. It's like Christmas. Of blood. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my god, finally! <laughs> it's uh, oh, this is a terrible Twitter joke, but it's like that Gordon Ramsay, like finally some good fucking food. <laughs> <laughs> some sustenance oh my god it's like finding a a real uh watering hole in a desert it's just yeah you, i oh. thought they, i thought they made it illegal like it just feels like it's like yeah uh, the, the olympics is happening and asri is just like yo fuck you <laughs> this is our country I've, bitch <laughs> I, uh, I imagine this would be like if you were like a heroin addict getting your fix for the first time in like five years you know, yeah, like, it's you, like, like oh, this clean, this one's this one's mostly you... dog dewormer, dog dewormer. Oh, uh, this is fucking. This is Xanax. Oh, suddenly this is Phil. Fucking... This is Philip Seymour Hoffman, like forty eight hours before he died. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Oh, I got the good shit. They gave me the. Yeah, they gave me the good shit right there. Oh, oh, is that the good shit? Oh, are those the titties? Oh, I'm gonna find them. <laughs> I'm gonna suck them. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, just this is yeah, this is what every one of those guys, Mitch Hedberg, just like 20 yeah, minutes yeah, before yeah. they fucking gave up the ghosts, <laughs> just just in the fucking zone. Um, just yeah, yeah. stimulant, Chris Farley, fucking Chris Far- depressing. Chris Farley's been up for forty for for fucking four days straight. Yeah, and yeah. he finally scores, and he's like, oh yeah. That there it is, ah. Uh, so, I'll, all of my notes are—I mean, my notes are useless. They're just woo and awooga, honk honk, <laughs> um, humming a humming a humming. <laughs> They're just this is garbage. I can't even like steam, steam, just steam sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo woo. Aye um, aye. Hubba, hubba. Yeah, yeah. Uh. The they they give this kid a sad backstory, but it's like still funny. Where his house burns down, and there's this shot of his dad, like just like like doing the like wave behind the back, like I'm out, see ya. <laughs> like his house burned down, yeah. his dad's like, well, fuck it, I tried, it's, it's <laughs> and, like good and he heads off. <laughs> oh, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Oh, I'm okay, okay. These, I'm watching it back live right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so Ugh. fucking funny. And he's like, he's still in a school uniform. I don't know why, but he's like, he's oddly clean for a kid. Who's, he's like a gutter kid. He's like starving. And yeah, um, do gutter kids even exist in Japan? This one, I mean, he's he's clearly kind of a fluke. But um, but yeah, he gets found by this like, I don't even know what she looks like. But she's just um, like the girls in this are the outfits are very. It's it's very. Um, they're they're all very. Uh, how do I? Uh, they're they're not they're they're not very sloppy. They're all really like character designy. They're like all from different shows. Almost it looks like they're so 
primmed and prodded. Oh, oh my god! I'm looking at the fucking nipples on this redhead right now. We yeah, got a yeah. shot of her, like like he, he it's it's a shot of him going into the into the bath to see three girls bathing at once. That's and the first scene. Yeah, forward and hanging down. To and the nipples have such a loving detail to them. Yeah, oh, God, God, Lord. fucking bless these fellas for not making us wait for the BDs. Just full on nips, right? The detail right. in the in the tummy lines. Oh, in like, they like really the, care. Like and it's not even it's a it's a sharp looking show. You can tell it's animated at high resolution. Like they fucking they didn't half ass this really. I'm not gonna say it's like there you know there's no like there's no amazingly animated sequences, but it's like um, you know they were fucking they were trying. So. Yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm happy with this. Yeah, he gets he gets found by like this like sort of she too looking like fetish character cosplayer. Yeah, she's a titty monster. They're all super like yeah, uh design anime designed up and uh she brings him in. I do have one piece of advice. When you're like starving in real life, do not eat a huge bowl of ramen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do not do that. The sodium. Uh, oh, that's such a bad idea. Welcome to Poop City, but you thought you were in Poop City for a week. Uh, do eat nothing for three days and then eat a huge bowl of salt. Um, welcome to Poop Town. Population you, pal. I love how the bitches are just naked. They're just, they'll just stand around naked. This yeah, so he's in a college dorm, a shared house, whatever they call them. And yeah, everyone's just casually naked because, um, because it's great because because uh, they can be, and um, and then they play the credits. That's kind of weird. Um, halfway through, so and then we yeah. go to part. We go straight to part B, um, and um, they hire him as as the as the sort of maid as the caretaker because the last one quit or something because they're all a bunch of fucking troublemakers there's a there's a scientist girl who um is doing experiments and there's a cosplay girl who's assaulting people by dressing them up and um he gets into an extremely charged situation with the cosplay girl and it's kind of like it's kind of boilerplate but then the interruption right before things get too hot and heavy is the scientist busts through the door and is like we got to evacuate there's a gas leak which i thought was a good bit Mm-hmm. I liked that as the interruption. And there's one girl who's the androphobe. She's uh, afraid of men. She gets nosebleeds. That's her thing. Um, she's a buzzkill. She wants things to be proper. She wants everyone to stop walking around naked. Um, and this is the best show of the season. Sorry. I like it. They, all, they all just get their tops off at the end. They all just get them out. They do what? Oh yeah, they, they all, all they're all off. Oh yeah, because the the prude girl, she bought like pasties on a stick. She covers up nipples with and everyone's like, "All right, do mine." And they all fucking yeah, they all strip strip down. Uh So yes, fucking I'm going to uh watch this. Try and stop me. Try, try and stop me fucking SJWs. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> No, no, no! This is this is powering. Mm. Yeah, but this is actually learning experience for all of us because this is what they want. You're gonna regret your words and deeds. This show's gonna prove itself. Our viewership dropped yeah. to zero from one. <laughs> how how did gonna... I drop out of the 
I'm going to oh, keep doing shots until we have a million views. Uh, okay, part, so we got, we got a titty show. That was good. I was happy about that. It's great. It's I was so psyched. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. I watched this next show. I totally forgot about this fucking thing. You forgot about Nighthead? Yeah. You forgot <laughs> You forgot that, that, that Japan gave you Nighthead? Oh, yeah. Nighthead 2041. I mean, I've already brought this up, but... Oh, wait. Hold on. I'm going to finish off my screenshots here. I got a lot of screenshots from, uh, from Ryoboku-kun, understandably. Here's one. Mm-hmm. Most, a lot of my, a lot of the shots I can't show, but, oh, that's. Oh, oh I gotta bring up fucking Abby Shapiro again. <laughs> no, we already did that um, bit. No, no, you reminded that. me Come of on. her. How did I do that? You did this to me. What did I say? All your screenshots. Oh, because of the boobs. Oh my fucking God, man. People found, uh, there's, there's so many pictures that people think are Abby Shapiro, but it's just another Jewish girl with gigantic fucking titties. <laughs> that, yeah, people, they, are, they like, gets people naked. are like, why do we spend so much money to Israel? And it's like, dude, it's duh. the fucking, it's the, it's the, people say it's like, oh, it's America's one ally. It, it, in one specific way where it's, Amer- it's America's only like equivalent in boob size. In the yeah, world. dude, it's the fucking milk factory in the Middle East. Like, it's the milk truck do? country. Like, we need to, we, like, $3 billion a year is fucking chump change to maintain a fucking yeah, yeah. ethno state like that. Dude, it would be, yeah, I would dude, pay, the, the, I would pay the $30 fucking, billion. Yeah, look at this, the sturdy fucking bridge of their nose and the fucking oh, giant udders. They're so fucking Every- hot. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're like, oh, uh, why, why did we fucking, uh, why do we keep sending money? It's like Padme was in their military, you fucking idiots. They've, ex- they've, they've been around for five thousand years without a country, purely because their women have. They're that. so they, jealous. Everyone's jealous. Yeah, everyone's fucking so mad about fucking boobs. Fucking fuck off. I don't even care. Yeah, fuck it. Not Natalie fucking Portman. Like, oh. like she's the she literally served in the military. What more Mesopotamia do you want? is the cradle of civilization. Western Turkey is the cradle of fucking of of fucking tit hogs. I'm gonna fucking cradle my fucking face in between all their titties. I'm gonna yep. fucking just nestle my shit in there. We'll put a call oh, one the tigers and the other you the Euphrates, dude. Mm-hmm. Amen, brother. If you were God, wouldn't you choose these people by this metric? Answer honestly. Come on now. I think that's evidence of, of what the one true one yeah. true, one true body type is. I've been misled my entire life. No, it's he I made, us, it was he made us he made us in his image. And some people are made more in his image than, you know, than others. Well, yeah, there's a whole lot the, of that image going on there. People got the better image, yeah. Oh, you could see why they a... thought that. They were like, "We're fucking, we're the fucking best." Because look at these. <laughs> I, I want it. I want a fiddler on the roof, but it's all about Jewish tits. I don't. That fiddler on the roof could be about that. I wouldn't know. That's like my easily, wife has. I think that could be the subjugs. Yeah. I wake up. I go to work. I come home. What is I Fiddler on the Roof? The cheat. Are they in Russia or Germany or something? They're in Russia, I think. 
I, that sounds right. I don't know what the fuck that thing's about. It's weird that I think our high school did Fiddler on the Roof, which is weird because there were definitely no Jews in our high school. Steve, Steven and David were both in Fiddler on the Roof. That's hilarious. Were they? I mean, yeah, I know. Da- yeah, I guess they were in fucking drama. Were they extras? Like, what were they doing? They have parts. They, there's a two That's kind of crazy. like in like the the. the uh, God, like kind of in the wings who comment on things that are going on periodically. You know what uh, I mean? Cr- was it, were like any of those recorded? Is there any way I can see that? Oh, uh, I have to imagine. Oh, God, please, dude. I would fucking pay so much money to see that. I bet they, yeah, I bet they all got like DVDs. In Marching Band, they recorded our, our fucking performances and gave us DVDs of them. So I bet that happened with drama too. I need Damn, that dude, so bad. I need Abby Shapira's husband's kind of balding a little bit, and his hair looks like shit. Like <laughs> he, she's not gonna. She's a. She's a. She's a traditional. She's a, a religious lady. She's yeah. not gonna fucking leave a dude because of any. No, 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 physical... no. He's going to tragically die. Uh, he's gonna mysteriously uh, seize up and fucking pass out at, at a at a public restaurant. <clears throat> um. Damn, I hope I got COVID. You know in my state they're gonna fucking make us I hope if I have the antibodies, maybe I'll I'll fucking escape. Oh, you're keep, thinking you're in a passport territory? Oh yeah. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna happen at some point. Like I'm trying to think I of what remember I, a year and like two months ago telling people like they're gonna be COVID passports. And they'll be like, There's no way that's gonna happen. It's like why wouldn't that happen? Yeah, like I mean it it's uh yeah, like, there's no way it would have happened a year ago, but now that, like, it's over, people just want to see, you know, people want to see the bad people squirm, so, like, people want to do it after it's over, of course. Of course. So, yeah, like, um, I, I, although, I, there's nothing I do. I don't have to go into work, I don't have to drive around, I don't go anywhere, so, but, uh, yeah, so, maybe I'll, yeah, I guess I'm fine. I don't know why I brought that just, up. Just imagining fucking Abby Shapiro from behind <laughs> after she's had had her first kid. She's still lactating. <laughs> and like just, they're flapping around take and spraying. It, stop taking the fucking powder, man. Stop stop taking the man pills. You need to <laughs> jerk just, off I'm or stay. I'm just a huffing salty. You're so fucking, pent uh, up. You're in, you're in fucking, you're ready to fucking do a raid on an enemy tribe. You're, <laughs> you gotta, you're losing it. I'm in the fuck zone. This is this is the worst podcast we've ever done. All right, let's go on to Nighthead. Nighthead. Fucking god damn it. Um, this is this is crazy. This is based on the 1992 Japanese television drama Nighthead. <laughs> I found that out and I was like, "Yo, what?" Um, and it's written by the director of the original drama, which is great. Um, and apparently, we really shouldn't have well, I guess I'm glad we watched this, but it's it seems like it's kind of a sequel. There was a Nighthead Genesis in 2008. That was an, also an anime. It looks um, a little gay. <laughs> this one or the old one? The old one. I, I couldn't even find any... Are there even, like, screenshots of the old one? I couldn't... I'm seeing promo art. It's I couldn't two dudes find holding anything. each other. Oh wow, yeah, but there's no like there's no shots of the show. It's just like posters. 
it's a it's a weird it's a mysterious show it's just like a sort of generic poster yeah um so yeah it's more cg um this time by shirogumi who did etotama and uh revisions remember revisions you don't i don't either that's how i know that um there's a uh there's a couple of guys they're big army truck drivers and they're they're driving this like army armored truck thing and um they're very like hip kids with uh with gay haircuts and they're going after they're taking out a psychic and the reason they're going after a psychic is we get we get all this uh, sort of world building uh you know rev- uh uh set up in uh, over a public intercom, which is never good. Don't do that, please. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, uh, I'll sp- spoil it here. I like this show, but please don't do, uh, fucking world building over an intercom. Uh, and, uh, they, they're gonna go, they're going after this psychic guy named, what's his name? Mirror. Miracle Mick. I wrote Magic Mick in my notes a few times. Yeah, yeah. He's Miracle Mick, and um, they're going. They're taking him out because it's uh, like a, it's a, it's a like an anti. Uh, what is it? It's like a materialist government. It's like a. It's like a all. There's like there's all this propaganda. It's like the world is physical, so it's like all. Uh, it's like a post. It's this World War Three happened. Please help. They dress like they're wearing like clothes that you would buy on Amazon. Thank you. Like yes. they're like Korean made clothes. Yeah, they're they're, they're like they're like Korean boy hot. Yeah, like very that's exactly right. Like like the like the shirts that would never fit on a Westerner or like even like a human. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're made exclusively for dudes who have like perfectly formed pecs. And I hope that a bunch of people try to cosplay these fucking idiots. I can't even talk anymore. That's why I got to do him one more shot. That'll get me there. Okay, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Let me go get another shot. Thank you. We'll be back. Let's fucking get this podcast going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's crank this up. Yeah, let's crank it up, dude. Uh, Let's watch my fucking boy. I'm very hungry. I didn't eat dinner. I have some pancakes in the fridge. Let's see. What else do I have? Nothing. I gotta eat those pancakes. <sighs> oh, fuck. I had a really empty stomach, and I'm very drunk now. I have one concurrent viewer. I think that's Ethan. I think no one's watching this. This is my voice now, because I've been coughing a lot for two weeks. <sighs> that scared the fuck out of my cat. Yo. I fucking went I went and saw Chunking Express in the theaters before uh You saw what? recorded this. Chunking Express. What the fuck is that? It's a movie. Uh is that a new and, movie? No, it's from nineteen ninety-three. Chunking Express, starring Fei Wong. Yeah, it's a Hong Kong film. And uh so yeah, I went and saw that, and before hmm. the movie, I was like, "God, I'm gonna fall asleep during this because Wong Kar Wai movies don't exactly move at the most brisk pace." Yeah, and uh, why does this? Oh yeah, wait, gotta, is this is that music video? 
Oh, is that is that cover of the Cranberry song like a promotion for that movie? It's from, it's in the movie a whole bunch. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, okay. I recognize this. Yeah. Um Neat. and uh so I had an espresso shot at the theater before the movie and like I don't know what the fuck the deal is with espresso shots, but they just make me vibrate. Nice. Anyway, I feel like a big old cup dog of coffee shit. Let's before keep going. This. Tony Long as Chung Wai. Oh, there's a Japanese guy, Takashi Kanashiro, as Heiju. That's interesting. Bridget Lin as woman in... That gets cut off. I don't know what she Woman plays. in blonde, blonde wig. That makes sense. Um, okay, Nighthead. Yeah, so CG. They're going after the psychic. There's a creep. They, go, they infiltrate this building. There's a creepy girl who stands there, and they're, none of their instruments can see her. And Damn, they fucking milk that shit, huh? Uh, for a little bit. I mean, yeah, I I, I liked it. It's you know, it is genuinely pretty unnerving. She's just standing there in this huge like parking garage. Yeah, yeah, looking for sure. Structure. I just felt like they they kind of hung on it a little long. Sure. Yeah. Um. Whew. So then, it, then, what's that? Spicy. It's vodka. Spicy. Um. And then, so we have our, our like government, um, our spec ops guys, and then we cut to. We also have our characters, these effeminate, like brothers, with white hair in the woods. And it seems like they just like escaped from something. They make mention they were they were somewhere. They were underground for fifteen years, and they uh, get in this very fancy looking car. Uh, this sort of let. Um, this uh, uh, DeLorean-looking thing, sort of. And they go out into the real world for the first time, and they go to this bar and order a pizza. And there's a a bully man harassing them in the bar, and he's 2D for some reason, where they are 3D. It looks very strange. <laughs> and there's, this sh- there's one shot where a 3D guy is holding a 2D guy, and it looks so weird. Um, and... Um, there's on the news. There's there's a news story about them capturing the cult leader guy, M- uh, Miracle Mick, and they're the twins are very upset about, or not twins, but the brothers very upset about it because uh, you know they they they're mad that no one believes in psychic phenomena. And everyone, you know, if you, everyone if you, at the if bar. If you were to take up magic, you could go by the name Miracle Mick. Oh yeah, because it's yeah. Instead of a name, it would be that's a that's a racist joke. That's a racist <laughs> observation. How dare made. you, sir? How you know, we, you know, we were fucking you. slaves, dude. We were fucking like slaves. We were literally slaves. You know that? You slaves. You know that? Fucking alcohol addiction, D- dude. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> slaves, is that, to your, dude? slaves. Oh to your my desire God. to commit domestic abuse. That was pushed on us. You don't even fucking understand the fucking history, dude. Okay. <laughs> We fucking, they wouldn't, they refused to teach us how to plant potatoes. And so we had to <laughs> drink fucking whiskey for sustenance, you fucking Anglo pieces, you fucking Germanic, you, you, <laughs> you, perf, you, per, you fucking perfect Norman fucking archetype fucking piece of garbage. Yeah, if, if, invader. I, if I were to go, like, if I were to go suntan for like a week, <laughs> I could pass as like a, a Greek, like a beautiful <laughs> Roman. <laughs> Kneel, kneel before the shape of my nose. 
<laughs> that's not even no no you look you're you're like a total uh you're a total my Norman. Brow. like the like, the, like, of, like the greeks are mediterranean like they're like celtic you're you're like you're fully central european dude you know you're like you're the you're 100 percent uh you're in there you're not uh, you have no tan uh you're eating you're eating carrots no. yeah no, I'm sorry. To no, tell you. you you misunder you misunderstand. My, I'm a I'm a melanin Greeks, god. Greeks Greeks were were Scandinavian until 300 BC, um, and then they got the tan. But uh, no, you're not. You're not that. You're not. You're not med. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm gonna be fucking med. Wait, wait until I get my fucking tan on, dude. You're not med. No, uh, you look Next- like you look like a fucking. <laughs> You look, you look, you look like a berserker. You look like you're eating an that. Amanita and fucking Hold on, pillaging. On. Yeah, no, I'm, I said it. Oh. <laughs> what? God, I'm just yeah. Once, once I get this fucking test going, then I'm gonna be a berserker. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We got like, we got. Like, this is a mess. <laughs> yeah, Europe, Europe's funny. Uh, <laughs> so they're they're real ass psychics in this bar, and uh, this is this is the part that really I don't know. This is a weird part because like he's like he's like bullying these guys, and then they freak him the fuck out by making this bottle float in front of him, and then he goes from like being extremely unnerved to just harassing them about not paying for a pizza in a bar that he doesn't own. He's just like a guy there. And then they make, they like, they like play everyone's, you know, secrets in their head. And he's, they freak the guy out because like his girlfriend's cheating on him. And like the bartender is fucking his girlfriend and he hates him. And everyone's like, what did you just do? And so they're like the ultimate enemy for this ultra realist, uh, 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 you know, materialist, not materialist. What's the fucking word for Whoa. Fuck. You know the... What's the... No? Okay, whatever. What are you, what are you looking What are you looking for? The... The... The, uh... I lost it. I don't know. Oh, no. Say something. He's going insane. Can you say fucking anything, please? Mm. Oh, my God! You're killing me out here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like watching you squirm. Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> That's it. Squirm. Squirm like the maggots that wriggle through your potato farms. Ah, oh, oh, ancient burn. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm I'm done with I'm done with fucking straight up skin color races. I'm going for European racism now. The other races are chill. No, getting the more specific it is, the more funny racism is. You're talking about, yeah, like Northern Baltics or whatever. <laughs> Just like yeah, for sure. Nor yeah, Norwegians versus. I need to I need to learn uh, all of like the lineages Swedes. of the different names of like uh, of the Irish and the Scots and the Welsh. Yeah, the Anglos so I can really and... get into like ancient family feuds and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a fun time, for sure. Um, the, the fucking, the Frenchies. 
Oh, okay. We got to keep going. Nighthead. Uh, there's there's two boys, um, and they do they do psychic shit. They bring out people in that bar. What happens after that? Um, do we go back to the, the super soldier people? A little bit, yeah. Um, the uh, it we sort of um, we cut back. So like we see the like the outcome of like the soldiers' raid on this like compound. Which that Aren't some they, mysterious like, like scientists or something? It's really strange. This mysterious like, EMP doctor's coats. Uh, yeah, like that, those are the guys running shit. Um, yeah, there's like an EMP, and then but then we get a flashback and we see what actually happened, which is that uh, one of our dudes' bros is about to get cut by one of the cultists, and he like accidentally activates his secret, you know, psychic power. So he's like. Basically, one of the psychic guys, but no one knows how to explain it, and they don't want—they don't want to bring it up to their superiors because that would get them in trouble. So, um, so we see what happens there, and also um, we see what happened was that uh, this is really funny. I love this scene where, like, that mysterious, you know, scary girl shows up and she says a bunch of cryptic, cryptic shit, and then she teleports like Goku, <laughs> which is so funny to me. Yeah, yeah. And then we get the big twist, which is that there's time travel involved. Because she teleports back to 2023 before World War III, which is also part of this universe. Um, they're in 2041, obviously. So she she uh, she teleports herself back to 2023 and gets picked up by a guy in a helicopter. So there's stuff going on. I really liked the... They, they set up all this stuff. You don't know how it's all interacting. And there's... So there's like this... There's this like fake, like, you know, frivolous cult leader, magic... Uh, miracle mick and then there's like a serious one who's raising who's raising serious ass genuine psychics who his name who it's funny his name kind of sounds like mirakuru but it's like something else like miyuki miyuki or something and he's raising like actual genuine magic men and then there's like a time traveling girl and so it's just it's they do a good job. There's like a bunch of weird, mysterious stuff going on, and they don't really tell you how it's all interconnected. And I thought it was actually kind of cool. I don't know. You forgot about it completely, so I, I assume you're not as impressed. Uh, well, uh yeah, I forgot. About, I forgot about the name. Yeah, I. Uh... <laughs> I thought the show was I, good. I actually, I actually I liked. Every, I liked everything going on with the with, with the super soldier guys. I did not as much care for the twinks going to that bar. I thought everything going on the bar was a little lame. Um, okay, yeah, but but, uh, but I, I can I can dig the the mysterious the mystery mysterious. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> can you tell I haven't been drinking much? Okay, um, how's yeah? How's your ashwagandha? I'm doing great, buddy. Cool. Um, I, I can dig all of these different components and in, in how like kind of being interested in how they fit together. I just wish I got a little bit more of a hint. That's all. I wish there was a little bit more of like a stinger to, to let me know how these are going to intersect. That's it. Oh, that's such a good stinger. Versus in 2023. That's crazy. That's so crazy. Uh, speaking of crazy, just text the last hinge girl you talked with. Just text. That's so crazy with no context. Uh, I'll do that. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Texter, damn, that's so crazy. I've got one who I haven't even sent a message to yet. I'm just, just out of context. Damn, that's crazy. 
anything any like that's the funniest uh, the thing the thing i can't do it because these girls are all smiling and look so happy in all their pictures i can't do this damn stuff. that's crazy i want to say give me a new catchphrase damn that's crazy uh, <laughs> we got the, the next, first message next... without, without her saying anything just damn that's crazy i think i will do this in the next girl that matches with me hell yeah uh, okay, so I want to quickly cover this short. You watched it, right? Oh, we should do the short. Sure. I I skimmed through it. I skimmed through this ninety seconds. How how did you skim through it? There's we were we were start through. we were starting the script the stream. I didn't have any, I couldn't have the volume on because then you would have heard it and you would have been confused. So I just sort of skimmed through it. It's about a. It is it is cat. Japanese Garfield. Yeah, he's. He's not fucking interested in your shit, man. He's a fucking cat. He's just a cat, man. He's just a fucking cat, and he's talking to this what stick you, figure. Whoa, man. what do you want from me? I'm just a cat, dude. He's Tsushima. Ore Tsushima is our short for this season, our one short. What'd you think of this 90 seconds? I actually quite liked it. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, it's it's uh, it's matter of fact. It's it's smarmy. It's bluesy, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the underground, you know. This is the kind of thing you'll see on a T-shirt. I feel you know, like I blew up like my fucking cool knees. Shows. That was a uh, one of the uh, world peace sketches I often forget about. Is the like idol uh, tryout, like the Ameri- the American Idol bit, where they just get huh. gener- generic, like chubby girls to sing a a song in front of them, and then like yeah, yeah, uh, they're just like. <laughs> it's like one of them is just praising her in the most generic way possible while the other one tries to fucking hold his laughter in it's just like uh, I damn, really so, like the such idea a huge of, sound coming out of such a small cat. girl yeah yeah I'm, tr- I'm pretending to know what you're talking about cat. I want to put them all over everything oh, well, yeah it's you want, nice, you want, you want, nice you want a fuzzy cat. icon of him on your on your rear view mirror yeah yeah um there's genuinely got got a laugh out of me, which is the first gag of the entire show. Is this this uh, old lady approaches approaches the cat and he's like, "What are you doing there?" And he's like, "I don't believe that's any of your business or something to that effect." <laughs> which, he's uh, a fucking he's just a smart me. ass fucking cat, dude. He's not he's smart ass, but he's polite because he bows and and uh, uh, and, and, and and like grovels in front of the other cats that are living in the old lady's home. That's right. He's he, he likes to eat, but he's not rude. <laughs> yeah, he keeps it he keeps it a hundred. I didn't watch I didn't watch this. <laughs> I don't know what I'm t- I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's probably like about Tsushima. He keeps it a hundred. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. That's I, I he's he's uh he's actually not Japanese Garfield, but he's a cat. There's actually quite a lot there's that's quite a lot like of depth Garfield. to this cat. Yeah, he, you can do a lot with this, this cat. cat. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, so, so the first layer is it's like the kind of that's like it's like the fur he's shedding. So there's the outer <laughs> layer of shedding fur, and then the layer underneath that is the fur that's still attached to him. Once you get underneath there, you get into the skin, and then in, underneath the skin, there's a whole bunch of organs. Which dude, going what to the fuck like. are we doing, dude? <laughs> Uh, moving on to Sunny Boy. Sunny Boy. Okay, here's a real ass show. I've got to be serious about this one. 
I'm really serious. Yeah. Um, original show by Madhouse. That is pretty serious, actually. Oh, wait. Where's my Where's my screenshots? Oh, yeah. We should have talked about this show first. Uh, no, we shouldn't have. What are you talking about? Uh, so yeah, original show by Madhouse. It was clearly very tatami looking. I thought I couldn't find any like obvious um pedigree like relating to Tommy Galaxy but um it is uh it is at least written and directed by first of all written and directed by the same guy which is unusual by the 2019 Boogie Pop director and also One Punch Man and also Space That Dan. guy that guy that guy worked on the Tommy Galaxy he was like storyboard for one episode or something like episode six. He, dra- he directed an episode and storyboarded it and did yeah, animation yeah. on it. Yeah. But it's so, like, so like, it's, but he was, he was involved in that and you can imagine that he's kind of hanging out with those people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not, it, there's still not as much in common as I, was, as I would suspect because it just looks a lot like it. Um, so it's a, uh, it's a, it's a school. It's man, this is, this is the most. This is my. This might be the most surreal thing I've ever seen. It was so surreal that it was like, it's like suffocating. It was like s- stressful, even though not, not like not that not a lot happens. The characters was, are not in. They're not characters are not reacting it, it, as you would expect them to react. They're not losing their minds over this. Yeah, so that kind of makes like an existential sort of thing going on there. Yeah, it's it's like so. It's so bizarre. Um, so straight up, straight up, I'll I'll straight up just say right now, I everybody that I've spoken to since I watched this, I've told about this show because I'm like, this is wow. this is fucking insane, and this is totally <laughs> nuts. I mean, this is out of control. So yeah, there's without um, without any flashbacks or anything like that, we're like uh we're explained to that that there's this this there's this whole school that has um disappeared into a void and there's a bunch of people still in the school and a bunch of them have superpowers some seemingly seemingly don't and this the whole school is still there but it, it exists now in a black void and they are trying to figure out what to do and they're forming a government and stuff and they're getting into fights and it's you know it's sort of a a supernatural king of king of the flies lord of the flies thing yeah and we have our main character who who doesn't have powers or at least he thinks i bet he has some fucking powers and there's a girl there who's very free spirited before they all disappeared she was like tearing up her tests and she tries to get out of the world by jumping off the roof thing and most of this first episode is sort of a conflict between the initial assumed government, um, which has sort of a puppet leader named Cap, who wears a baseball hat, and a weird-looking boy, effeminate boy with slicked-back hair, Clearly and like a stark in, tattoo in, on his face. Manipulating fucking kind of puppet master type. But also, like, what does he do that's, like, wrong? Nothing, really. He's, he's not doing anything wrong. But there's you can't trust. He's him. sort of menacing looking. Everyone has kind of a weird face. Everyone has sort of like a cat mouth in a weird way, not in a cute way. Um, and so yeah, there's basically like a bunch of like delinquent, like um, you know, use their powers for whatever they want, like window breakers versus the sort of um, the sort of uptight 
school council government that has And then there are also the people who don't want to be involved at all. And then there's the two our two characters, yeah, who who are like sovereign citizens who are like, uh, you know, I don't, this is, this I don't is probably bother me. all one gigantic metaphor for the real world. This it's hard to it's hard a- to make a yeah a story about like a bunch of people finding themselves outside of the bounds of society, trying to create their own governing system that without being kind of a heavy handed, you know, it's a metaphor for the 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 first society that you you catch glimpses of yourself in whatever. Blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, is like it, it, it's, it's, it's so good that I don't care. Like I, I'm so invested in how fucked up this world <laughs> is that, like, I don't care that it's heavy, that it's, it should be heavy-handed. Like I never, like, when watching it, I'm not rolling my eyes at like how obvious all this shit is. I'm just invested in the ongoing. Cause I'm like this, this world is nuts. Yeah. So me like, of, uh, all... go ahead. Yeah. Reminds you what? I was going to say the, the the feeling I was getting watching this is it was a similar feeling to what I got last season watching that show about the orb, the sentient orb that assumes <laughs> the form of the that that boy or the dog yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like where I'm like this is fucking something that only gets done in anime and I've never seen anything like it before. Yeah, like this um like they keep making reference to the powers and then you don't really see them. But then when one of them happens, it's so fucking, yes. they're literally, they're, it's literally yes. like I, um, I've never experienced these, but I've looked, I've looked them up on Psychonaut wiki and they're one of the characters powers is just like making everyone see like these dissociative, like ketamine visuals where it's like everything starts splitting apart and everything's mapped out of these polygons that are like drifting around the screen. It is fucking nuts. Uh, it's the type of thing you'll only get in like an original anime series that some crazy man thought up, and one of the character, you know, the leader guy, his power seemingly is to give people uh, penalties, punishments. But then at the end, they find out that that's actually the rules of the world they exist in. It's not his own powers, um, but it it's like it it's uh it's so weird and it's all so like contained in this one space it feels very like suffocating and distressing and it's wild and nobody has shown me anything like this before they are showing me things that i've never (laughs) seen before in a visual piece of media and come on that's all you can ask for yeah yeah and uh, at the end the you know sort of outgoing free-spirited girl decides like i know how to get it here i'm jumping off this shit and our main character who seems kind of disinterested, but he saves her, but then they both fall, and then what they fall into, whoops, it's a big ocean, and then they're not in a void anymore, they're uh, in the ocean in front of this huge mountainous island, and they just fucking end it right there, and so that's that keeps you invested. Uh, so yeah, this is fucking nuts. Thank, <laughs> thank you. Yes, absolutely. please. I'll take one of these. No, I felt like I was losing my mind watching this, which is the, the intention, yeah, yeah. of course. But yeah, it is so weird, man. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's obvious for to me. It's obviously the best episode of the entire season so far. You know, where it's like it's just so clearly head and shoulders above basically anything else that we've talked about. In its in its. And, creativity you know yeah and it's uh, originality absolutely 
and uh, yeah, Robo- I, Robocoon I am is pretty thoroughly good. invested. I would love to see where this goes. Yeah, I mean, who? How? I mean, yeah, that is one problem. Is like, where the fuck could this possibly go? That like, could this even be made to make sense? I don't know. Maybe sure. Yeah, yeah. It, it it seems like one of those things where when you're writing it, you're like, oh god, I hope I don't lose control of this thing. Is whoa, like, yeah. Because because it's very easily like this is such a good idea that I'm just not smart enough to finish it, you know. Like, yeah. like as a creator, where you're like I, you just start getting imposter syndrome as you start listing out all these cool ideas. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, this guy. I mean, it's Madhouse. This guy worked on fucking Tommy Galaxy. He and One Punch Man. Hopefully, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Best of luck, Shingo. Hopefully, he fucking. Yeah, I believe in you, buddy. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna watch more of that because I want to know what yes, the fuck yes, they do with please. that. Yeah. Um. So cool. Uh, and then finally, um, Jahi Sama unfortunately has not aired yet. It's not until August. Is that a short? We'll cover that when we also we'll cover Maid Dragon at the same time. Oh yeah, I haven't watched any Maid Dragon yet. I assume it's more good. Uh yeah. So the last thing we watched this season was Heyon. Sedai no Idaten Tachi. Um, the Idaten deities know only peace, which is a manga adaptation by Mappa. And we get like a, it's like a little intro, and then it's like a fantastic, I really like the opening. Fa- visually, it is yeah. um, really cool, actually. I uh, got a, about a bunch of screenshots Strike, striking, here. Yes. Super striking, really visually. Like it's just fucking bright and in your face, and all these crazy visual, uh, yeah, effects. And it's about like a bunch of kid gods who are sort of the uh, children of this uh, ancient race of gods who were fighting all these demons who tormented humanity, humanity, humanity. And it's been. Is it humanity? Oh. Why can't it be her humanity? <laughs> yeah, this isn't her. her yeah, this isn't his humanity. It's her humanity. Why is it? Why can't it be you <laughs> womanity? Uh, I'm gonna talk about the show in like five minutes because I have to pee so bad. Uh, Go ahead. Demon. I, <laughs> um, Shit, I need to pee too. There used to be demons, and they were fucking everything up. But the gods beat them. But then the gods left to to join up with the real world and left this one god behind and now we're in present day and this god has been training all these youngins for 80 years um even though it's been alive for like 800 years at least and the first of all a lot of sound effects in this i feel like they were stolen from dragon ball z also there's one sound effect that i feel like is an, is the xbox 360 sound effect sound effect <laughs> the, the duop um and also a lot of to- very Toriyama sound effects, but a lot of high pitched sort of beam. I don't know how else to describe Definitely it. Definitely drawing upon. It's drawing upon a lot of shit that you've seen before. Yeah, like and the yeah, there there is, is at least there is at least one reference to. Uh, uh, oh fuck! God damn it! Where he says "pochito na." Um, can't quite pinpoint what the art style is, but it looks to me like Shonen Jump circa two thousand five. I can't can't pinpoint what it the is. Outerman. There's a reference to the Outerman. Yeah, it's it's very pastel. It's like a very bright 
really well animated, super, super slick, very violent Saturday morning cartoon. It's just a straight up action show. There's not like a ton going on, but it's like really just heavily, just super stylish, really, uh, really, really, really uh, well executed. Um, there's even a like silly robot scientist who's plotting and he thaws out one of the demons, one of the ancient demons who's been frozen in ice. And there's one, the whole- there, it's, uh, it's all of this. And then this absolutely jarring, totally. Oh boy. Totally I was, I was going to get to that. Yeah. That it's so, yeah. The one problem is that it's totally a complete fucking mess. I yeah. think it was, uh, was was punchline also mapper or was it wit i keep i I always get those mixed up but um uh yeah like utterly utterly baffling yeah it's just like you can tell someone like got the opportunity to make a show and they were like i'm putting all my ideas in this shit fuck it um because it's like it's like a weirdly violent but still pretty fun like kids action show it's like sort of dragon ball z uh, you know, sort of like Yatterman, you know, silly villain, that kind of thing. The villain turns out to be a robot. Um, they're all like super fast, super like immortal. They're, uh, but then they beat this demon guy. And then, um, yeah, as set up for one of our characters, we get a uh, a nun rape scene. A psychedelic nun rape scene against fucking stained glass. It's like, yep. What a stupid decision. Like what a, I mean, what it's, a ridiculously it's, stupid it's, idea. It is really awful. It's so unnecessary. It's tonally. I mean, the show was already like kind of a little bit tonally off, you know, because well, it's like I was, really I was violent, like very into the aesthetics and everything. But yeah. I, I did not. Nothing grabbed me in the rest of the show as far as like narrative, you know. Sure. And then this is just like left such a bad taste in my mouth, and not like oh you shouldn't show rape and things, but like. It's just the complete wrong place. It's like, so just, wrong. Like, it's absolutely wrong. The fact that no one said like "whoa, no" to this um, is a bad. Somebody, song. What character we haven't met before, a faction we haven't met before, you know, like just it's, yeah. it's tacked on here at the end. It's such a stupid decision. And there's no, yeah, there's no resolution. It's just like, hey, this lady got raped, and the show ends with her getting raped. There's no like. It doesn't we don't see the end of it um and she's a nun it's just bad it's really yeah, there's um, a pov shot there's her pov as yeah. one of her rapists is is like the, the top of his head if you're staring at the ceiling moronic it's, it's yeah i mean like uh it's so out of control that i i i can't even imagine where this show is gonna go like i mean that's she, that could, she's, that could be she's the, praying to the Lord for salvation. It's yeah, it's rough. Uh, the only good thing I could say about that is like at least there's no fucking rails on this show. Like yeah, it could go yeah, anywhere. Yeah. Um, so it's a total mess or a tonal mess, both I guess. Um, but at least interesting. It's again, it's super like artistically and artistically, it's very consistent. Um, story-wise, it's you don't you don't get wild, to have but... the old god lady wailing on her on her her student like as a yeah, joke. As a joke yeah, as a joke. Yeah, like what are the fuck are you doing? Uh, yeah, that is so fucking wild. But you know, at least it'll be entertaining. So it's that's this is an interesting one. Everyone has the um, 
how do I explain this face? It's the hyphen underscore hyphen face all the time. Yeah. Everyone has the flat uh, eye eyebrows, eyelids, uh, like they're unimpressed. Because everyone's a god. Everyone's a super fast, super actiony god. They can all run a thousand miles an hour. Um, it reminds me of the chibi sequences in fucking Full Metal Alchemist all the time. <laughs> uh, no, wrong, big, big, bad decision. I agree, but I'll st- I will still watch more of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I just um, floored. <laughs> That's what she said. That was not at all what I was expecting to see at the end of the last two minutes of the show. Yeah, it's too much. It's bad. That was a bad choice. But, you know, it, you know, um, I don't know. There's no really silver lining to that. Uh, I guess there's, I, like I said, there's no rails. There's no, no one is in control. Nobody this guy, is. wait, hold on. The original story for this was done by the original story of uh, uh, Ishizoka reviewers. Oh, well, that makes a lot of sense then. Yes, it does. A horrible sex pervert. There's yeah, be some gay like stuff in this, probably. Through, yeah. Yeah, if you look through all of his previous work, yeah, that that seems to be the case. He's like, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a, a shonen show, but I can't keep this element out of it. Well, we'll uh, maybe I'll watch more of that and see where that goes, and maybe we'll talk about Jahi if it's noteworthy at all. But uh, I believe she's trying her best. Um, I have to run away. Yeah, right I gotta now. race like a piss horse. So thank you everyone for joining us uh, for summer. Hope everyone had a good time. Um, yeah, fucking take care.